When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. You horn tootin'. That's all I'm having to say. What's up, folks? How the heck are you? Never better. Could I get some more volume across the board? A little more volume. Absolutely. How about the volume? I just don't want to miss out on anything you guys are saying. That's all. It's, it's the only point I'm making. Oh, my God, I missed out on it. Yeah. <laughs> right? you, don't, you don't want to miss a thing out of this mug's mouth. Call us Aerosmith. This mug's mouth. I don't this mug's mouth. <laughs> yeah. All right. In any case, uh, so we're back. Everything is good. Nice. And I, I looked through the news this morning. Didn't look like any. I mean, obviously, we still have a situation in the Middle East, all the rest of it. But I didn't see a lot of. Extremely negative stuff. Did you? No, oh, I saw a lot. I saw that we're ba- bathing all wrong, and I thought we could definitely take a look at that at some point. We're bathing wrong. Yeah. So. Well, watch I haven't out. taken a bath in about forty years. <laughs> I like showers. You never take a. Bath. Yeah, I can't. Never. I don't think I've ever taken a bath. What? <laughs> like as as an adult, absolutely not. It's like the only moment of zen in my life is when I take a bath. I could see that, though, soaking in a hot tub. But, I, you know, Tevin, one thing I would say is don't tell people on the street, oh, I haven't taken a bath in the entire life. <laughs> okay, yeah. Showers, yes. Baths, no. Showers, like, yes. I guess, Brittany, do you have a big tub or is it just yeah. your? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah, if I, I don't know. Even if I had a huge tub, I'm not taking a bath. I don't want to tell tales at a school, but both me and Justin can fit in our tub. We rich? Oh, Jesus. What are you, the great Gatsby over there? My God. I mean, it doesn't look cool, but we both can fit in there. That would be kind of nice, actually, thinking about that, taking a bath together. It'd probably be, that's probably going to be pretty cool, I would think, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's a lot of limbs. Yeah, tell us about your bath time. Is it like candles lit, like rose petals, bubble bath, romantic, or is it Bubble bath, yeah. We've got a lot of, like, uh, like the bath salts but i'm scared to say it like that but you know like we've got the, <laughs> you the seem like epsom a big salt bath bomb person yeah like we have bath all those bombs. but when i ever i buy anything that's like one use only like bath bombs i'm always like is now the time mm-hmm. it feels so like formal to put in like a beautiful <laughs> bath bomb so i like to just get that giant bag where i sprinkle some in otherwise i won't use like the wrapped up bath bomb so yeah so do you play music Sometimes, because we have Sonos, so we'll play. Sometimes I'll play music, but a lot of times I'll read in there. I need, I got to, somebody got to tip off Justin what I want for Christmas is that wood bar that you put over things. 
on. Oh, so you're gonna have like a shelf in the bathroom? Yeah, like a shelf in the bathroom, so I can read without falling asleep and dropping my book. Read my ass. You want to put booze on there? Yeah, I want to put booze. Right, a, little, a little charcuterie board. Get some cheese and no. some. Oh my god, <laughs> <Get a> booze <laughs> bath. <laughs> a booze exactly bath. right. Too soon, you guys, with Matthew Perry. <laughs> Oh, oh no! no. Didn't think about that. It's a bathtub, not a hot tub. It gets pretty hot in my tub. Hey, yo. No question. AJ, could you send me a stronger signal too? It, it needs, still needs to be stronger because, like, when I turn it up, I can hear myself being a lot louder than you guys are. I just want to kind of blend okay. it. Yeah. It takes a while to find these levels. There's no question about yeah, that. Yeah, I'll turn up everybody else. Yeah, just to, you can send me a stronger signal. That'd be great because. I, first time in my life, I will tell you, and this is an absolute fact, I've had to strain to hear Britney. How oh, is that even possible? Well, you told me I was loud, so I brought it down a couple notches. Well, you are loud. I know. Do you go home and do that? Hey, where's Gogo? Do you yeah. do that? I, like, I literally, that's exactly what I do when I get home. Do you think Gogo is going to be a yeller? Yeah, she already is. <laughs> <laughs> She's got it covered over. Is that a Christmas shirt you got on? I got a Christmas dress on. Oh, do you? A drill? Ooh. Look at that. Fancy. Yeah, I was pulling out all my winter stuff this week because it's freezing out. Yeah, and so you you've got uh, your your winter. Well, that's not really Christmas; it's just winter, isn't it? Yeah, it's like, it a, it's like a winter vibe. It's a winter thing. I got and it. At... Got Tevin, he came in wearing the lumberjack outfit, yeah, which so is I'm good. Very cold today, so put my fuzziest <laughs> jacket on. I wish you, you. He's got a pretty deep V on, and it kind of looks like he's naked underneath his. Yeah, this is yeah. This is just my robe. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Very nice. <laughs> Does that does that extend more than a couple inches uh, below your waist? Uh, no, it does not. So it'd be very awkward if this was. <laughs> I was going to say that would be kind of awkward. Yeah, you know, naked under this. He'd be Winnie the Poohing over here. <laughs> Devin, why are you standing up the whole show? Well, you know, you got to show off the goods. But other than that, everything is good. Um, can we ever get through any holiday now without without having to feel bad about celebrating a holiday? Can we ever do that again? Is that a possibility? Who's making you feel bad? Yeah. Uh, first, the first item on the uh, on the national news this morning: What's better for the environment, a real Christmas tree or a fake one? Um, I would say it doesn't really matter because don't they plant trees specifically for you to cut down on Christmas? Like I'm pretty right. sure that's what a tree farm is. That's what I thought. That's. Do you, you ever go to a tree farm and cut down your own tree? No, Never. that sounds terrible. I heard somebody describing their process of doing that, and it's, I would never. Catherine and I did it one time, and it was very, very heavy snow, no question. But it's kind of like, oh, we're cutting down our Christmas tree, and the snow's falling. It's like a dream come true. So we get the tree home. We put it in the garage and let it kind of thaw out, not really thaw out, but warm up so the branches would extend. Mm -hmm. I'm not exaggerating when I say once we put it in the tree stand, we then noticed that from about the tree stand three feet up, it was straight up. Then it, the trunk took a hard left for about six inches and then went straight up again. Oh, no. It was just hideous. We had to go. But out in the snow and all that stuff, the outside looked fine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And with the snow on it, it looked really nice. But once you got it home, you, it was like it took a hard left and then a hard straight north. And it, yeah, it would not stand up. I was on the phone with Jeff Passel because we did decorate it anyway. I said, oh, what's the difference if yeah. the tree's leaning in a little bit? Who cares? That's wonderful. I was on the phone with Jeff Passel when it tipped over for about the fifth time. And he said all he heard was, 
son of a bitch. And the door opening, and I threw it out the front door. Dang. The whole damn thing. He will. He he tells me that every Christmas. Remember when? So, yeah, Jeff, I do remember. When. So how long did you guys do real trees for? Or do you still do real long, trees? Long, long time. Till I would guess maybe ten years ago. Wow. Um, how about you? We this is our first tree I've ever done without living with my mom. Like oh, in my okay. house, we did one last night. What'd you do last year? The year before? Last year I had a six month old. You think I was gonna put a tree up? She was like learning yeah. to crawl. Well, you had and a husband. Chew on... What does he do? Sit right. Around? No, I don't want a tree in what the about... chaos. Plus, you have to imagine all the things that go in your house when you have a newborn. Okay, you that's... have a swing. You have a, a changing station. What was I going to add? Something. Well, that's okay, that's fine. What about before go go? We just never. It was just me and Justin. So you never put up a Christmas tree when it's just the two of you? No, never. I will put. I put up Christmas trees when it's just myself. Yeah. Well. I guess I'm absolutely. Oh Gosh, you're yeah. a monster. I know. This is the first year. Me and Justin did it last night. So when you're talking about a tree, I was like, I was so emotionally happy last night yeah. looking at my tree going, this is my first adult person's tree. That is wild. It was. It was really. And it was like, and she's, I was texting Justin this morning because I was wanted to ask what she said when she woke up because she's going to be like, she, her big mm. thing now is, whoa. <laughs> so I hope she gets excited when she sees it. Well, it's, I I gotta believe she's. Do you have like blinking lights on it? Not blinking lights, just permanent staying lights. Just per- oh, they go berserk with the blinking lights because oh. they can't figure out why it's moving. Yeah. Oh, it's <laughs> really kind of cool. Actually. We my uh, mother-in-law Pam Pam Cakes gave us uh, a fake tree, so we just kind of we're like, this will do. We put it up last night. It's super easy. Yeah. No, fake trees are the way to go. The last real tree I had was. I was probably in like fifth grade and my memory last memory was my mom being so frustrated with having to sweep the needles all the time that she would then make me do it. And after that, I was like, yeah, I will never sweep pine needles again. 100% truth from all three of you. Did you ever get an aluminum tree with the color wheel? No, I don't. I have no idea what you're talking about. I bet those are spendy as heck now. Are they really? I bet. The tree was made out of, it looks like it's made out of aluminum. That's mm-hmm. what it looks like. Yeah, I know what and you're talking about. And then there's a wheel about probably this big, and it's got four different colors, and it goes around, and it changes the color of the tree as it goes around. Ah! That sounds kind of cool. Is it pretty? Yeah, we thought it was. I mean, it looks really fake, unfortunately. It doesn't... It's not a lot of work. All you do is, hey, look, I put it in the stand. Now we're good to go. <laughs> um, You can spend some money on some trees. I just That's what I've heard now. That's true, huh? Yeah, I, and I'm, when I'm at Costco, so me and Gogo go down these two lane, or two aisles in Costco that have all the light-up stuff. Mm-hmm. She's mm-hmm. very into it. Um, and I'm always like, yeah, right. Because it was like 500 600 700 bucks for these trees that are, you know, six feet tall and light up. And I just Googled it, and oh, my God, they're, they're more expensive even online. So they're, they're not like 500 bucks, are they? Yeah, oh, they yeah. are like 500 bucks. Really? Yep. Yeah. Like, yeah, even <laughs> if you go to like a Home Depot, the cheapest one they'll have is probably like 100 bucks. 100 bucks, the cheapest one, but they, yeah. they go over five, five. I suppose some of the fake ones go over 1,000 bucks because they put a bunch of stuff on them. Yeah. Because well, yeah, if you get it pre lit and then if it's, uh, you know, a yeah. nine foot tree and it's white mm-hmm. with whatever on it, yeah, you're going to pay a pretty penny. No doubt about it. Well, once again, was it? It came to I think nine thousand dollars a year now, more than it was last year to live in this country. Yeah, we were talking about that. I know briefly yesterday, but that's a hell of a jump when you're looking at it. Things going up by seven hundred fifty bucks a month. Yeah, that's a lot of money. That's rough. That's real. Yep. It's 
really rough. Uh, and what's even rougher is talking about sports with Judd Zolgad, especially when the Vikings suck so uh, bad. This is a bad day. The Vikings sucked. Okay, the now I can't wire. hear him. I, I can hear him, but I can barely hear him. Can so, you hear me now? How's that? Better? Just barely. Yeah, we'll, we'll have him reset the levels. No big deal. Yeah. All right. All right. So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, I did not watch one minute of the game last night because I knew they were going to lose because the Vikings do this to me every year. They have no pass rush. Their running game sucks. And they have mediocre quarterbacks. Yeah, but besides that, it was a great game. <laughs> <laughs> now, I did see a report this morning about a lot of turnovers or something. Oh, yeah. Josh Dobbs, uh, the... The honeymoon is over. He threw four in- interceptions last night and tried very hard to throw a fifth that would have been a pick six if the cornerback hadn't dropped the ball. Yeah, it was awful. They na- I believe they now lead the league, congratulations, Vikings, in turnovers. Yeah, that was about really? as bad a football game. I mean, I've covered a lot of stinkers, but that was definitely up there. That's one of the worst football games I've covered. It was, Tom, the ineptitude on both sides – Mm-hmm. was absolutely astounding that this was two professional football teams. Yeah, it was well, the, the Bears like three and nine or something or three and seven or. Yeah, they yeah. stink. Yeah. And, and, and they it, kicked their ass. A hundred percent. And it was, I saw a stat where it was the first time a team has won a football game without scoring an offensive touchdown since 1993. <laughs> so we're, <laughs> yeah. we, that's the kind of performance oh. we put forth. And everybody oh, wants to. Everybody wants to brag about, you know, Josh Dobbs, the rocket scientist. He processes information on the field at about a third grade reading level because there were <laughs> there were plays where he's not getting pressured and he would still, you know, instead of throwing it to wide open receivers, just take off running and then eventually get sacked or launch the ball into the third row of the stands. It was very frustrating. And the coach's game plan, O'Connell's game plan didn't make sense, too, because he, he uh, dropped him back a lot as if he's a pocket passer. And that's not what he's going to do well. I, I mean, this is not Kirk Cousins. It's the, the simplest, the Cliff Notes explanation of what seems to have gone wrong is Josh Dobbs was better off when he didn't know the offense because he could improvise <laughs> and yeah. the head coach didn't get pissed off. But now that he knows the offense, the head coach has this expectation he's going to turn him into a real quarterback, and that's not his skill set. It was it was very bizarre. But, yeah, that, that stat Tevin gave is the best stat. It was that horse bleep. This was a terrible – I mean, the fact that this was on national television and the nation's eyes, if they watched right. it, were bleeding – uh, is absolutely, you know, th- it was embarrassing. Yeah. At one point, Troy Aikman on the national broadcast, he goes, they put up a picture of the playoff picture um, for the NFC and has the Vikings as the sixth seed or whatever we were at the time. And he goes, nobody really believes that the Vikings are playoff contenders. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I love it. He's not wrong. No. He's well, a- after what we, we saw, the sad thing is, you realize that at least that seven seed is going to be, I mean, that's not, it's not like the NFL expanded the playoff picture because there's another good team that's sneaking in. That seven seed that they put in, I think, what, a year ago or a couple of years ago, you guys, that seven seed is just going to be, you know, an underachieving, very likely below 500 sometimes team. So, yeah, that's ugly. So do you guys take a lot of calls uh, 
when you're covering because I kept getting these messages. You need to call and talk to Judd and Phil about this whole thing. You, you get a lot of calls during the game. No, no, we take a, we do a show after the game called Ventline in, in which we take um, the the podcast or the YouTube equivalent of calls, which is people come on screen and talk oh, about okay. the game and get mad. But um, or, or at least they got mad yesterday and they should yeah, have. Yeah. But no, dur- during during the game, Tom, we are enthralled with the action. Of course. you. Are. Well, then you have people on before the game. No, no, just post game. That's weird. Because people kept telling me they're on right now. You should call in. And I'm like, but it was like about halftime, I guess, or something like that. Was that Pat? Maybe. Uh huh. Okay. Yep. No, I I saw a note. I was like, what's this about? And then I thought, I, I'm busy right now. <laughs> well, that's what but, I told him. I said, he's, I said, no, I'm not going to do that. If they want to invite me on their show, I'll go on the show. But I'm not going to just call in. Well, and I'm glad I'm glad that we didn't or, or that we didn't fo- follow through. Considering very rightfully so, you didn't watch the game. No, I didn't watch one minute of the game because I I just kind of you could tell again they have no running game at all. Well, the one guy, Tevin, what's the one guy's name? Whoops, you can't hear. Him. There we go. Ty Chandler is probably the best of our two running backs. Madison did pretty well yesterday, but overall this season he's okay. been just a train wreck. So they got a little bit of a running game, but not much. They've got no pass rush. Is their pass rush ever shown up yet? They blitz a lot. They they actually do get pressure. Um, okay. It's, it's ordinary. It's it's not the traditional pressure, but they do get pressure. They've the defense has played well. It last night was all offense. It was just atrocious. Yeah, yeah that's unfortunate. I mean, the the problem is that they blitz a lot. They're opening up a lot of territory to throw the ball. Yeah, I mean that's a problem. Yep, and the Bears tried to expose it, but um, how can I put this as kindly as possible? They suck so bad they really couldn't. Yeah, <laughs> no. As much as we did to lose the game, the Bears were doing just as much to also yeah. try and lose the game. Right, and they just won yeah. by default. Yeah, that's what everybody tells me is the Bears try to lose the game as well. But I just, yeah. Once again, I just think if everybody knows you're going to blitz pretty much every down. That's not a good indication. Blitz is supposed to be a surprise, isn't it? Yeah, the blitz is ideally not used as much as the Vikings do, but they do right. it to mask the fact that the defense was terrible last year, and it sort yeah. of works. The problem is when you play a good quarterback, a good quarterback can expose it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's no question about like that. Like a really good quarterback can expose that. Yeah, I mean, I, I just uh, – look, I love the Vikings. Don't get me wrong. I didn't turn my back on the Vikings. I'm not giving up on the Vikings. But right now, I just can't watch them. They're they're not very good at all. Yeah, I mean, the, the last two games have been – they were what – they had won, I, I think it was, what, five or six consecutive games going into Denver a week ago Sunday. They were looking pretty damn good after a terrible start. But – when you turn the ball over as much as this team has, mm-hmm. you're not going to win games consistently ever. Like, that's the one thing. That's the one thing. I, I will say this about the 2023 Vikings. The majority of their losses have been self-inflicted. They have, yeah. not, been a, they have not been a credit to their opponent. They have been their own screw-ups have cost them. And last night, I mean, there was nothing about the Bears that won that game. The Vikings bleeped it up. Yeah, I understand that. I mean, it's not really coaching, though, is it? Do you think? Because it seems to me the coaching's pretty solid, or do you guys not agree? 
Kevin, go ahead. Uh, no, I think the coaching is, has been pretty good this year. In, I mean, not perfect, but I would say that, you know, I like Kevin O'Connell and Flores especially much more than, you know, what we've had in the past with, you know, other than the early days of Zimmer. So I, don't, I wouldn't say it's the coaching. I think it's just the consistency of the offense, not having Kirk Cousins, which hurts us, I mean, hurts us exponentially, not having J.J., but mm-hmm. really the offense just not being able to move the ball and put up points. And then the defense seems to be good, but in situations where you know, maybe it's late in games, they tend to struggle a little bit. If we could just be more consistent, we'd have a lot more victories. And if we just had mm-hmm. a competent quarterback like Kirk Cousins, we need Kirk back. Never going to happen, though, is it? He's never coming back, I, from what I've heard, anyway. Is that I mean, true? I don't know if he is going to want – I think he wants to be here, so I think it's just a matter of his health and if we can get that right contract mm-hmm. number. But after seeing Josh Dobbs, as long as Kirk's healthy, pay him whatever he wants because we're going nowhere without him. So it's either get Kirk back or tank. If they can find one, though, if, if they can draft one, if they can mm-hmm. get in – that that's my thing is – and, yes, I think that they want Kirk back, but the thing about Kirk is – He's, th- he's going to be 36 uh, next summer. He's coming mm-hmm. off a torn Achilles. He's going to want a big contract. So as much as you might want him back, I'm not sure that this is going to, un- unless he takes a very discounted contract, which has never been his past um, mm-hmm. um, idea. I don't know that it makes a lot of sense to sign him to a big contract when, when he's already not mobile and he's not young now and he just tore his Achilles tendon. So that's my question is like, what's the price to, to bring him back? Cause I'm, if I'm the Vikings, I'm not going to bend over backwards financially to, uh, to no, keep a guy who there's question marks about. Yep. Do you guys believe in the theory? Cause I would, I wouldn't tell anybody, but I would tank every game for the rest of the year just to get a better draft choice. Well, we talked about that at one and four, like oh, we were all, yeah. all in on the tank. <laughs> And I mean, they wouldn't do it, so they're not going to do now. I mean, they're still in the playoff spot now. They are only half a game up on three or four teams, including the Packers. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, at one and four, I thought, yeah, just lose games at this right. point in time. And of course, they said, no, 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 we are going to try and be competitive. And ultimately, they were. But I don't think they're going to, Tom. They don't have. I, I think this team is going to go down swinging. As ugly okay. as that might be at times. Yeah, they'll go down swinging. I think we should start Jaron Hall or look have Dobbs on a short leash and try to get Hall in the game. Or, I mean, at this point, I guess Mullins if you're trying to give yourself the best chance to win. But uh, we're going to – it feels like at the end of the year we're going to be one game out of the playoffs and in the middle of the first round with a terrible draft pick. <laughs> not high enough to get a quarterback, but not low enough to be in the playoffs. It's going to be uh, just – it's going to be terrible. I'm not looking forward to the rest of this season at all. That's kind of like the Minnesota Vikings from day one. They just don't quite do enough to win it all, do they? Yep. yep. Just a middle of the road. Yep. Or be bad enough to get the high draft pick. Yeah. That's what's the – that's the maddening thing. Like, well, if you're going to be bad, just be really bad. Is, is Dobbs the one that had uh, in two years has been with like seven teams? Yeah. Yes. Didn't yes. that show you something? Didn't that tell you something? Yeah, but we, well, we saw it last night. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you can start him. Go, go, so they're, they've got a bye week now, and mm-hmm. their next game is de- uh, December 10th against the Raiders in Vegas. I don't think he's going to start that game. I mean, last night yeah. was last night was the type of game that was absolutely just atrocious. And if O'Connell wants his uh, quarterback to drop back and pass – to Tevin's point, Mullins is probably the guy, 
maybe Jaron Hall. But, I mean, mm-hmm. Dobbs showed last night that if you're going to try to put him in more of a traditional QB role, it ain't going to, to work. Oh, but by the way, Tom, did you see what your twins, who your twins lost in the last couple of days? That is so hilarious. I was thinking, I got to bring up the twins because they lost two of my favorite players. I mean, while we're on the subject of Minnesota sports heartbreak, yeah. So, Kenta Maeda, who they lost to Detroit on Sunday, I'm fine right. with. But the Sonny Gray, what, three years, $75 million, I actually thought was a pretty competitive offer. Like, mm-hmm. I, I thought he was going to, I thought he was actually going to get a longer term on the contract. Um, but I'm very curious now to see are they chopping payroll and they're not going to replace him, or are they going to try? Because there will be no better way to, than to kill the enthusiasm of that playoff, of those playoff wins, than to really chop payroll and not bring you know not only not bring guys back but not replace them at all yeah that makes total sense i i was really heartbroken to see that sunny gray is not going to be a twin any longer i mean he he propped us up he man he was the, the go-to guy no doubt about it oh he was yeah he was absolutely fantastic now we're he's not exactly young i, I believe he is right. uh 34 so I don't know that you could guarantee that you were going to get the same guy back next season. But that mm-hmm. being said, again, my question is, okay, are you going to replace him? Because Chris Paddock, the guy that supposedly would replace him, is coming off a second Tommy John. You know, he came back in the playoffs and pitched out of the bullpen, which is fine. But that's a long leap from a guy who finished, in Gray's case, what, second in Cy Young voting in the American League? Mm-hmm. So this is this whole TV thing scares me a little bit. You know, the Twins are all already warning us that the payroll is going to have to come down. And um, I just think they have to be very careful there because if it comes down too much, you're really going to spring training, going to eliminate the enthusiasm that I think existed in the fall. See, that's the great thing about it is we're two and a half months away from spring training. It's fantastic. I know it's just wonderful, but I don't like going in two and a half months from now. I mean, 75 days from now, we don't have sunny gray. I'm not happy with that. Well, I think you're. I think what you just said is reflective of Twins fans, and that's why we're being warned by the by the Twins optimists that hey, th- there's a lot of offseason left, right? There's a lot of time to sign guys, blah blah. And if you do, great, that's fine. Sure. But until I see it with this team, I'm never fully convinced. Fair or not, I'm never fully yeah. convinced. It just breaks my heart because they, they were coming on, coming on. They made it, uh, you know, they won the first round of the playoffs. And, you know, the second round they had some problems. But they had gotten better. They were building toward a much better team. And now that's just all been chucked out. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not sure it's all been chucked out. But, it's, I, I mean, the pitching the pitching has gone from a strength now to a little bit more of a question mark for sure. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there is some. Well, and, and I guess my question is what's next now? Like, is the next move to try to replace Gray? Is the next move to make a move yourself? Or are you going to try to continue to trim payroll and trade guys? And, you know, that's where I don't think the Twins deserve the benefit of the doubt on that subject at this point. I think that's the best way to put it. Like, yeah, let's see what true. they do. But, but I mean, you know, hell, in December, if they if they make a substantial move, it could totally change our tune. But I, I want to see that I want to see that move before I assume it's coming. Have you got one person? I know you got to go very quickly here, but uh, real quickly, do you have one guy in mind they should go after big time? Well, it depends on what they want, but there's a guy, but there's a veteran pitcher who I think is going into the last year of his contract 
with the Brewers, who's had a lot of previous success named Corbin Burns, who I think mm-hmm. the Brewers yeah. are going to move off of. Um, and I think he wouldn't be cheap to take on his contract, and you couldn't get him for nothing, but because of his contractual situation, I don't think that you would exactly have to mortgage the farm to get him. Right. A, a guy like that, I think, would create enthusiasm and, and would be a top-of-the-rotation guy that could step in. And, look, Paddock might, might be fine, but the problem there is Mike. He's had two Tommy Johns, not one. And so <laughs> that's my that's my thing is, like, you can't assume that he's just going to slide into the gray spot and be fine. Yeah, that's very true. Well, thank you for your input on that one because – um, the Vikings for me are pretty much over for the year. I know they still got a chance of making the playoffs, but they're, they're still just in the playoff not... picture. What are you talking about? The I know, season? but they've been in a playoff picture since I was nine years old. Yeah, that's all I have to say. <laughs> I can't argue with that. You're exactly right. Same all for right, me. Sir. I appreciate your time this morning, Judd. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Awesome. Talk to you tomorrow. Thanks a lot. Judd Zolgad, score North. Ladies and gentlemen, take a break. Be right back. What's the guy's name again? Chris Egret. Oh, I'm so excited for Chris. I miss him. Because of yesterday? Yeah, I feel like we haven't seen him in like a year. So you miss him, That's so you true. want to punch him? I don't know what this action was. It was something like this, but it wasn't in the camera. <laughs> hey, she wants to punch. Oh, you're supposed to yay, rah, rah. That's yeah, kind of but I went upward. I don't know. My brain's broke. Uh, mine is too, no question. We'll take a break. Be right back. Chris Eggert will join us right after this. You know the song Kokomo? It's supposed to be off the Florida Keys, right? Hate to break your Beach Boys bubble, but that's a fictitious place they made up for the song. Fortunately for the rest of us, the Florida Keys Island chain are as real as the taxes you have to pay in Minnesota if you're a resident. Now, that's a reason to move south. In addition to Florida and all of Monroe County being beautiful, and it is, I've been there many times, the Keys from Key Largo to Key West are even more beautiful, and that's true too. This is Tom Bernard, part-time Florida resident myself. And if you want a second house or a new retirement home or want to become a Floridian, may I suggest you contact Matt Carlson from One Key West Realty. Matt grew up in Litchfield, and he's a super real estate agent. When it comes to finding your tropical island space in the Keys, he lives there and here. And Matt knows what's best in Key West to buy for your second home in Florida. As I said, I've been there many times. You would love it. Matt teamed up with fellow Minnesotan from Sartell and Alexandria, Kristen Eklund, who's one of the top mortgage brokers in the country from coast to coast mortgage. She'll get you the financing you need to buy a home in Florida or in Minnesota. Matt's part of the Lake Sotheby's international realty group here in Minnesota. And Kristen, his mortgage colleague lives and works in the keys. So they both know the Florida keys, new and existing homes for sale and our Minnesotan through and through contact them by heading to onekeywest.com. That is onekeywest.com. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Michael Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with many multi-generational businesses. Take personal care dentistry of Roseville, for example. Dr. Walter Hunt, also known as Painless to me, has been a longtime customer of the bank since we opened the bank in 1998. When his son Kyle was ready to join the practice, they wanted to expand quickly. With their additional space and equipment, they now are able to see more patients each day while providing the same level of care and service. Okay, guys, I'll take it from here. If you run a family business or any kind of business for that matter, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. Every time I deal with them or their team, I know I'm working with experienced professional bankers. So why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, equal housing lender. 
The Tom Bernard Show is proud to have partners like North American Banking Company, Bradshaw and Bryant, and attorney and advertiser Dave Bielke. I've been advertising on Tom Bernard shows for years. I like Tom, not just because he's a good guy, but because the ads I run on his show bring me new clients that are hurt at work and need legal help. Tommy B works for me. If you'd like to find out more about growing your business with The Tom Bernard Show, go to TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor. Call Josh now for a no-obligation 48-minute evaluation. That's a great idea, by the way. You've got nothing to lose, too, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Always a good idea. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That's 952-925-5608. You'll be glad you did. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. I'm Tom Bernard, and I'm a paid endorser. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Yeah, search, damn it. That's all I have to say. Ladies and gentlemen, Channel 5's Chris Eggert is brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh today for your free 48-minute evaluation. Number is 952-925-5608. Chris Eggert, ladies and gentlemen, finally learned how to drive a car to get home. So that's good. Ah, man. (laughs) That was a night in Fargo I wasn't planning on. But you know what? I had some good pizza and made a new friend. So there you go. Now, wait a minute. Yeah. Where'd you have pizza in Fargo? Uh, a place called Deeks. That place got me through college. That Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that, they built it back in or started it, I want to say, like 2011, 2012-ish. And, yeah, a yep. lot of uh, intoxicated nights ordering Deeks at, you know, all hours of the early morning. I asked one of my Fargo friends for a suggestion for pizza, and she's like, Deeks for sure. I'm like, great. It was awesome. So, Magnus, so you did Deeks, and what else did you do? Uh, just sat in a hotel room uh, by myself and then uh, got up the next morning, and by the grace of God, found somebody, a Fargo friend, had recommended to fix my tire and got on the road, and here I am. No, Thank I think you it's for wonderful. Your patience. I don't really understand, though, why you only brought up the pizza and not what brand of beer you were drinking. I was actually drinking Phillips vodka. <laughs> there you go. I knew you weren't sitting up there by yourself just no, hanging out, no, baby. No, 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 because I was on a hunting trip, and I wasn't going to take the top shelf stuff out to the, the hunting thing, so I was having a little Phillips. Some people say that the real adventure was the friends we made, so. I think it's true, Brittany, and, and, I, and I did make a new friend. Um, yeah. That's good. Did you have a good uh, Thanksgiving all in all? Uh, it was fine. Did you enjoy that new coat? Did you uh, wear it around? Plural. Uh, and, 
I did, and you gave me a pack of gum in there, and I was really appreciative, so I gave you one piece of gum back. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know there was a pack of gum in there. Um, yeah, so I got, uh, I was, I was pumped. So I like, I think, I don't even know how long ago, about like six or seven months ago, you'd mentioned that you guys get new coats every so often. And so I was like, can I have your old news coat? And so one day Chris sent me a picture in the, we call it, uh, in the cubicles. Mm -hmm. And he said, hey, I left you something. And all of a sudden realization hit me, like, I'm going to have a news coat when I go into work. Yep. And so now all me and Justin do, because we have two, is we throw the new, throw it at each other. Yep. Here live at dinner time with Margo. Margo, is the applesauce still delicious? So that's our household now. Well, good. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Thank you yeah, so you, much. If you so. see two people out in the streets impersonating KSTP is news that, anchors. Is that legal? Because somebody in the news department was telling me that might might not be legal for me to be impersonating a news person. That's not like a police officer or anything. You is go that out there. stolen valor? Is it stolen? Unless you're in front of a camera impersonating one, I can't see how it would be a problem. But uh, can, I don't know. I'll probably get in trouble for it. Well, I'll uh, I'll say somebody else gave it to me. <laughs> I don't care. If, if that's what brings me down, then I'll I guess I'll be at peace with that. Highlight of our cul-de-sac. So thank you so much, Chris. You're welcome. The highlight of your cul-de-sac. I yep. like that. Yeah, we're pretty pumped. I gotta shine a little light on my cul-de-sac to get the highlight. What? That doesn't. What about the low light? <laughs> Okay. What the hell are you talking about? The highlight of what? Uh, this cul-de-sac. Nothing. My cul-de-sac. Are you on a cul-de-sac? Cul yeah, I live in a cul-de-sac. We love our cul-de-sac. I have great neighbors, the whole shoot match. It's magnificent. <laughs> I love cul-de-sac life. I'd be living that cul-de-sac life for sure. I, uh, I'm telling you, we really, really enjoy it. Uh, you know, Well, Brittany, you haven't come over for the uh, Friday night sit-out of all the neighbors. We get about 20, any, anywhere between 12 and 20 neighbors together Friday nights and just sit out there in our chairs and one of the, in the cul-de-sac. It's wonderful. So I rolled up on a Friday because Alex was going to put a car seat in for me. And oh, right. you guys were setting up for it. And you were like, hey, will you get your pregnant butt out of here? You're embarrassing me. So I left. Yeah. You were you didn't think you had a chair that would support wow. me. No, I was having contractions and I had the baby the next day. So I was like, I better Ooh. go. Something weird. I go, I think I'm having cramps is what I said. I, thought, oh. <laughs> like I had some oh, bad Thai food. It was so funny because I texted Justin. I was like, I got cramps. I'm going to go take a, a bath. And then he says, he said, well, are the cramps coming in a certain amount of intervals? And I was like, yeah, like every 40 minutes. He's like, okay, so <laughs> about so get that. get in here. So let's go have a baby. I said, okay. Oh, well, it's very good. No, it's, it's just so great. Look, I mean, I lived in a house that was, that, that was behind a fence and it was on an island and all of a sudden we decided we're going to move into a neighborhood. I was very worried about that at first because with some people, I'm not that popular. I don't know if you guys know that or not. Yeah, but look at you. You opened up your heart. You live in a sack. And now you have all these besties. I have a lot of besties in that neighborhood. There, Every person in that neighborhood is very, very nice, which is, I mean, what are the chances of that happening? Wild. Yeah, yeah hashtag sack life. Sack life. Say, and all of a sudden, that's not a cul-de-sac anymore. It's just a sack. Hey, Tom, you yes. live in a sack. I've been, yeah, trying to, I've been trying to make sack happen for a while, and the neighbors are not into it. But um, <laughs> no, I do like sack life. I might steal that. Why don't they want to come over? No, I'm saying, like, they don't like the term. We all hang out. Uh, no, I don't like the term. Tevin, you like the term sack life? <laughs> I think it's I think it's fine. I would, okay. I Good. encourage it for you to put wear, it on a shirt or yeah. something. Like, yeah, sack life. Yeah, yeah. 
But it, like, well, that's Black Life. Mm -hmm. That'd be a cool. But yeah. it's sure. Mr. Eggert, what's the latest in the news? Uh, well, uh, travel numbers are in, and more people flew and traveled than has ever happened. That the, they've been keeping track there. So from the TSA, well, I heard that, and that turned out to be true. Huh? There was more travel than ever. Yeah. Well, then, well, yes, ever. Because I was going to say before they've been keeping records, but before they're keeping records, <laughs> <laughs> it was like the Wright brothers. So yeah. I'm pretty sure nobody was traveling. <laughs> uh, only about 14 Americans. 2.9 million people were screened at airports, which is the highest number of people to go through security on a single day ever. That was on Sunday. That is amazing. And everything went well. I didn't see a whole lot of problems. Uh, uh, there were some uh, there. weather delays in parts of the country, which kind of threw things off a little bit. It doesn't take much. Um, but I guess it wasn't one of those deals where, like, some of the airlines, like, have, like, a catastrophic failure and people are stranded mm -hmm. and blah, 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 blah. Uh, and then the other thing we're, we're following today is the big, uh, the Wild uh, firing their head coach. And they're holding a news conference at, Nine o'clock this morning to introduce their new coach. So that's you know what uh, I love about looking at a screen with everybody on it. I can look at the exact spot where I need to to get a reaction. And I looked at AJ, and there was the reaction. It's like, yeah, baby. Wait, <laughs> I, I didn't realize they fired their coach. And they, how long ago did they fire him? And they already found somebody new, or like is they it fired a him? They fired him yesterday, yeah. and then announced by the end of the day, who the head coach was. Oh, okay. So I'm, ass I'm assuming it's somebody that's already on roster that they're just making an interim coach or no? No, nope. no, Jesus. no, no. Uh, I'm AJ. Are you the hockey guy here? John Hines, not to be confused with the one that used to do radio in the twin cities here. Wait a second. Is that the guy who does the blue cross? Blue no, no, different John, Hines, <laughs> different John Hines. No, he used to be my roommate, John Hines and I, and my brother, Terry all lived together for a while. It was wonderful. Um, he was previously a head coach with Nashville and New Jersey. Yes, and he was not great with really either one. They went great. <laughs> right. they're, they're going. They're going from Dean Evason, who is a known non-playoff coach, never won a playoff series, to John Hines, who also, believe it or not, has never won a playoff series. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just it was weird. I'm frankly, I'm glad they kind of got Bob Woods out of there because they're. Penalty killing and power play has been atrocious, and he kind of was taking care of that in a sense. But, uh, yeah, it was very weird because it seems like they had this lined up before the announcement because it was like an hour and a half of a mm -hmm. of a debrief in between, and then it was like, yep, hey, here we go. Not even interim, just the seventh coach in Minnesota Wild history, John Hines. Yeah, that feels rushed or that they were definitely working on some sort of framework mm -hmm. of a deal before firing their previous coach yeah which is that tampering is that against the rules no 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 okay i wouldn't think so why did they go after lou nanny I, Boy, I, I, I would love that i think he his contract with bally might uh might pro prohibit that yeah i don't think there's oh. enough money in the world to have lou go back to the coaching world no i don't, you don't think, think so either can i tell you my very quick story and i won't use the the yeah. whole language on the rest of it but jack Euster used to be the uh the uh, chairman of the board at uh, Musicland <clears throat> and Louie Nanny, I had never met him or Francine, his lovely wife. His wife is wonderful. So he's the general manager of the North Stars at the time, way, way back. He invites me to have dinner, Jack Euster and his lovely wife. And so we have a little dinner and then we sit down and Mrs. Euster was between Louie Nanny and me. I'm going to have this nice conversation, but I can tell the whole time that Louie's talking to her and me, 
he's glancing, constantly glancing at the ice to see what's going on, right? Well, he's a hockey player, hockey coach, hockey general manager, hockey president. You know, he did them all. So he's constantly looking over and looking over. And we're talking to her. And again, Jack Huster, one of the most, you know, powerful guys in the state of Minnesota at the time, running the entire United States for music land. We're watching the game, watching the game. And I'm, of course, sitting to her. So we're facing the ice. I'm on her right side. Louis on her left side. Louis looking over to his left. So he's looking at the ice, seeing what's going on. And apparently I didn't see it because my back, I was looking the other way, looking at her. But apparently somebody wound up and took a great shot at the goal and it hit the pipe and didn't go in. And this is Louis. I will never forget. That. I can't say what he said, but we're talking. It was, so uh, let me ask you a question. Uh, things are, do you do a lot of traveling? It was F. <laughs> <laughs> and he's about two inches from her face. <laughs> he didn't like the fact that the goal didn't go in. I'll tell you that. <laughs> The puck didn't go in the goal. How did she react to that? <laughs> she like sat back like, what? <laughs> then I started laughing, so she started laughing. Thank God she took it very, very well. But, I mean, he's this far from her face. <laughs> Louis, we love you, man. I love the whole nanny family. No question about it. Oh, God, I will never forget her reaction. <laughs> and, I mean, funny. he hollered it out. It wasn't just, oh, F. <laughs> I, I, I would like to hear Lou Nanny swear. I don't know why that that notion would bring me joy. Well, my favorite thing that he says, because he has that, that uh, you know, his speech situation. I love it when he goes, yeah, Tommy, it's uh, Lou. I was going to get a call yesterday, and I, Jesus Christ, I forgot. <laughs> Saying the name Jesus Christ with his deal. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot of great figures like that in Minnesota. You got to admit, there are a lot of great figures like that. Mm-hmm. So listen, what else, if we don't have great, if we don't have great winning records or yeah. great coaches or great no. quarterbacks, at least we've got good, memorable figures around said sports, true, right? True. AJ, I got to ask you a question. Why would they hire another coach who has never won? This is my problem with the NHL is because they, they it's just the same carousel of the same guys. Yeah getting yeah. fired and rehired, just going team to team to team. Make a, make a splash. Like, look for, like, some former player. For instance, the Carolina Hurricanes, they went out and hired Rod Brindamore, Rod the Bod Brindamore, and he has, like, reinvigorated that team because he's, like, a player's coach. He is, like, he's aggressive, but he knows how to connect to them because he's still pretty recently removed from the game. It, it, I don't know. It's just John Hines, he doesn't really move the needle for me. I'd, I think the the right move of, of letting go of Dean Evison to, like, get the room reinvigorated, you had to make a change, and that's the simplest thing. That's the right move, but I don't know if replacing him with John Hines as the permanent coach is the right following move. So we'll wait and see, but. This is going to be a problem for me because every time you say that now, I hear my friend John <laughs> Hines going, Blue Cross Blue Shield was founded here in 1935. I didn't know that, and I was and born I grew and up here. here. I know every commercial break that's on, and that that particular line, I will do it as he's doing it. We should have John why. on the show as and a guest. I grew John. up here. I, I was born and grew up here. I didn't know that. And I was thinking, yes, he did. <laughs> he did not know that. Of course, he knew that. 
I didn't know. Well, I tell you, <clears throat> what a man. That's all I have to say. We got. We should get John Hines, the Minnesota John Hines, on the show sometime. Let's get He's both of them and have like a John Hines sandwich. Ooh, I, I love. like it. We'll torture both of them. What do you think? All right, Buster. I suppose you better get in that newsroom again. Once again, Hannah doesn't show up. I'm very upset. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <He goes, laughs> That's real nice. Really familial right there. Really friendly. I was going to say it's a big traffic day today, but I don't think it is. But that's fine. Uh, she hates me now. That's what it is. It's, uh, she's she's offended by you, Tom. So put put Hannah Conway on your list of people. <laughs> Yet we'll, another on the long We'll not be joining you in the cul-de-sac or the sack. If yeah. Likes to refer. yeah. We're not going with the sack. Sorry. Not going to. Even so cull. Hard. We're not going with cull either. Well, what do you want then? You just want to call well, it. Call means to take away, so you can't do that. A little sack means. Uh, well, can we run sack. this by Chris before he leaves? Okay. <clears throat> See if you can tie these two names in. Okay, you ready? We have a Amy Seaman and Charles Blow on the show today. Okay, so one last name is Seaman, and one last name is Blow. I don't. You see no connection. I'm not sure How about if I say this first? One name is Blow and one name is Seaman. I don't, okay. Yeah. Keep playing, what a, innocent. What, Never what, mind. what a poker face. Yeah. That was a really good poker face. He didn't even track <laughs> a little bit. I mean, I've only been sitting here laughing like a 12-year-old over the word sack for the last seven minutes. <laughs> you guys, it's spelled different. It's not that gross because it would be... S-A-C, right. so it's not a big deal. Sack life. Right. Mm -hmm. And everybody, uh, that, roundabout. everybody that knew that moves in, you're like, hey, come come and join my sack. Yeah. Come get in the sack. Yeah. Welcome to my sack, yeah. brah. Uh, well, Tom, I hope you rise to the occasion for your guests today. And, oh, we uh, will. What is that, Grow another up. euphemism? Rise. Grow up. Get out of here. Go oh, report the news, you nerd. Very good, Tevin. Rise now we have the blow, yeah. Stephen, and rise. Yeah. So we yeah. have them all. I'm a 12-year-old hitting a 50-year-old man's body. <laughs> hey, 49. 49. <laughs> 49. Yeah, there you go. All right, guys, have a good day. Bye, Chris. Thanks, Chris. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Channel 5's Eyewitness News, Chris Eggert. Again, I know I say it a lot, but he's one of my favorite people. Just a great. So he's 49. Yep. He's 49. He's got a birthday coming up, though. Yep, and I'm trying to get invited, so that's why we... Uh... Is it the 31st of this month or January? Or not... not uh, 31st this of January. Okay. No, look, tell him his birthday is the 31st of November because there's no such day. It'll be perfect. There you go. You're, on, you're born on a day that doesn't exist. I thought it was December already. That's my fault. It's, it's... You know what? AJ, I've been fighting it hard to keep thinking. I keep thinking it's the end of December and not the end of November. In my mind, as soon as Thanksgiving rolls around, November yep. ends. Yes. Yep. Everything after that is December. Yep. Absolutely true. So you're not the, you're not alone in that one because I've been thinking it's like God. Christmas came and went really quickly. <laughs> <It's> like no, <laughs> not even here yet. But uh, it all works out in the end. Ladies and gentlemen, Channel Five's Chris Eggers brought to you by Mr. Money Talk. Josh Arnold. Call Josh today for your free 48 minute evaluation. Nine five two nine two five five six zero eight. That's nine five two nine two five five six zero eight. My friend Josh Arnold will take care of you. That's all I have to say. And by the way, I just. Uh, I am getting so many emails from our listeners that went to the concert, the Eagles and the Doobie Brothers concert. We have, and I'm, look, I'm not trying to suck up to the listeners. I don't suck up to anybody. It's one of the reasons I've had such, such a bitch of a time in my life because I just don't do that kind of stuff. So when I tell you I'm deeply honored by the nice emails I'm getting from everybody, you people are phenomenal. They just are. Our listeners are the best. 
Yeah, they you know are. What I mean? They are the best. And that, again, I don't suck up or kiss ass. I don't do that. So I'm not making it up just to sound, oh, you're such pleasant human beings. <laughs> you know, that kind of crap. Yeah. I mean it sincerely. You people are very, very nice. There's no question about it. So I suppose we better take our break here and then come back in a couple of minutes because Amy's coming on in about 10 minutes, right? Oh, yeah. Yep. I'm looking forward to it. She's a wonderful person. I know. She loves you. It's so annoying because if I hang out with her, she's like, Tom this and Tom that. I go, yeah, shut man. up. <laughs> you know, I've kind of found that in life from the time I was like literally three years old. Yeah. That people either really like me or they cannot stand me. There's nobody in the middle. Who it's really weird. Who couldn't stand you as a three-year-old? Like, what were you doing to piss people off? <laughs> I don't know. Three-year-olds three can be pretty annoying. You want to be around me at three? I don't. <laughs> I don't. I, still, I had this voice. I was like, wow. I want milk. Okay. I want a bottle of milk. Get it in here right now. <laughs> Sippy cup me, bitch. <laughs> next song. Next song. Next song. Next That's song. so funny you remember that in Nike. That's funny. <laughs> next. Well, I guess I'm getting used to it. I just do. Because honest to God, I, I just, it, it makes me laugh. God, you know, Tom, I love the show and you're such a great guy and everybody on the show is wonderful. Then when somebody, I wouldn't listen to you if you paid me. It's like, why do you need, who cares? I love you it. Know what you do, right? I love it when people are like, I would never listen to you, Brittany. Your voice is so annoying. And then they tell me every fact about myself. Right. I'm like, okay. You learned all that That's while not listening? It's a flat okay. out lie because like I have said you annoy the hell out of me. And I've never said I listen to you all the time. I True. Looks like she figured <laughs> you out your that burner up. account that you've been messaging the show. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Bomb Termard. I can't even do it. <laughs> Bombs Termard. Yeah, that's yeah. a great name. Bombs Termard. Yeah. We're, we're like we played football in 1901. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> to me, anyway. Uh, All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back in just a couple of seconds because Amy will join us right at 9 o'clock. Amy Seaman, you're going to love her. She's a very, very sweet, very nice person. You have all helped support MyPillow and their employees in these tough economic times. Mike Lindell knows this and continues to give back to listeners with great deals on his most popular products. Right now, you can save 50% on Queen and King Pillows, the original My Slippers, and the MyPillow six-pack bath towel sets are back in stock. The proprietary technology makes them extremely absorbent, yet still provides that soft feel you look for in a towel. The set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. Regular price is $79.98, and for a limited time, you can get this six-pack towel set for only $39.99 with promo code TOM. That, by the way, is a 50% savings. You're going to want that. So, you know. So go to MyPillow.com, use promo code TOM to save 50%. Again, just say my name. They'll You'll save 50% on your purchase. My pillow six-pack towel sets. That is just $39.99 for a set. This deal will not last long. Enter promo code Tom for this special and many more. Is that text you're sending so important that you missed your turn? Is that text you're sending so important that you ran the red light? Is that text you're sending so important you didn't see the ball coming onto the road or the child that followed? Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. When you take your eyes off the road for even four seconds, your vehicle travels 100 yards. That's the entire length of a football field. If you absolutely have to text, you need to pull off the road somewhere safe and do it from there. Texting and driving is against the law and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others. Now that is important. We hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Going farther with my Bryant 
Bradshaw and Bryant. All right. Uh, hey, Tom is. Uh, <laughs> I've, all right, here we go. Tom is so happy to welcome back our longtime friends, uh, Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning, to the show. Uh, he knows Steve, the owners, for many years, and he completely trusts Sabre to keep that house comfortable. Why? Because Sabre does everything the right way, and they always put the customer first. He loves the team at Sabre, and I know I do, too, because the service experts uh, and ex are experienced NATE certified technicians. They're not salespeople. The pricing is completely upfront, and they fix only what needs to be uh, fixed, nothing more. Sabre is dedicated to giving customers what they need when they need it and at the fair price, keeping your family safe and comfortable without breaking the bank. Give Sabre and heating uh, and air conditioning a try. I know that they'll take care of you just like they take of, uh, care of Tom and his family. I know I am going to be making a call here in the next week or so as well. Um, whether you need a new Brian furnace or air conditioner... And what's nice about Sabre, too, is they you can trust the people that come in your house. I've used Sabre many times. Uh, what's nice is I actually was on a walk both times. Sorry. I know you know who you are. I'm sorry. And they were able to call me, and I gave them my garage code. They came in. It felt like, like I didn't have to, didn't worry, have to worry about, about. – uh, who was coming to my house and they had access and they were lovely and they liked dogs, which I appreciated because again, I was not home because I forgot they were coming. So Sabre, love them. They're, you want them in your house. And I know Tom, uh, you, you love Sabre plumbing, heating and air conditioning, correct? Yeah. And I won't have an echo on my voice when I read it. <laughs> I can't was echoing like a madman. What was that all about? I think you only heard that. Oh, you think that because it did it's it, it stopped right at the very end, so that was good. Oh, good. I got to figure that out. Maybe it's probably on my end. I would guess. I am so happy, to, but thank you, Brittany. Thank you for doing that. It was very, very nice of you. I am so happy to welcome back our longtime friend, Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning, to the show. I've known Steve, the owner, for many years, and I do completely trust him. He's a wonderful guy, and his wife's even better than he is. So there you go. Why? Sabre does everything the right way, and they always put the customer first. I love the team at Sabre because their service experts are experienced NATE certified technicians. They're not salespeople. Their pricing is completely upfront, and they fix only what needs to be fixed and nothing more. Sabre is dedicated to giving customers what they need, when they need it, and at the fair price. Keeping your family safe and comfortable without breaking the bank. Give Sabre Heating and Air Conditioning a try. I know they'll take care of you just like they've taken care of me and my family. Whether you need a new Brian furnace or air conditioner replaced or just simply need a service call to get you going again, go to saberheating.com. That is S-A-B-R-E heating.com. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes.